The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, Brando, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Matt Chat. It's Going In Raw, Matt Chat, that's right. It's a show where we take video questions from the great friendos out there who are helping to support Going In Raw by going to patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Oh boy, oh boy. It's a lot of fun. This is like my favorite show to shoot, man. Yeah. Because we get to see all these crazy characters that we have here in the Going In Raw community. It's the best community. It is. And uh, before we get started, we want to remind you that we've got a brand new merchandise store, friendomarket.com. I don't have a graphic. That's okay. I'll send it to you, and you can put it in a post. Uh, check it out. It's fantastic. We've got a great shirt, sticker, postcard combo pack for today's the last day. $25. Oh, yeah. After today, it will go up to $30, but take advantage of our shop debut sale. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. So exciting. Very. Yeah, check it out. It's a great shirt, a great deal. Good stuff. Friendomarket.com. Go there. Yes, please. Uh, so uh, let's get right into it. We have a whole bunch of great questions. We do. To tax the old brain, Larson. Yeah. Let's get right into them. First, from the returning Hall of Famer, Christian. Let's see what Christian has to say. <sighs> Steven Larson. It is the Hall of Famer, Christian here, returning from my hiatus for a Matt chat question. Pauses for applause. Okay, here we go. In honor of my return and also Hideo Tommy's return to Noah, my question to you guys is, what is the best return of all time other than mine too sweet and a hearty handshake thank you christian thank you christian and welcome back yes welcome back you know man there is nothing like there is nothing quite like the return of a wrestler to the big stage oh it works wonders that's one thing i think that chris jericho has gotten so right about his career he knows when to take a break he knows when to leave the stage, yeah. and he knows when to come back, and yeah. he knows the effectiveness of that and how to reshape your character. Yes. And so originally, I was going to go with the return of Triple H from his quad tear injury back in 2001 or two. Uh, I think it was 2002, uh, because it was to a thunderous applause. The thing about that, though, is that he was only able, well, I'm not going to say able, Triple H was probably the best heel of his generation. Oh, yeah. And although he came back to a thunderous face reaction 
it wasn't until I think it was pretty shortly after that he had to basically go back to being healed because that's what he knew best. I am going to go with Chris Jericho. This is a personal favorite of mine. When he came back and uh, everybody was like, oh, it's Chris Jericho. He comes back. He gets in the ring. He's got a microphone. Oh, I know. The crowd was super hype. And then he says nothing, and then he just leaves. He does that for a couple more weeks. And I think – so you mentioned – you think that was for uh, his feud with yeah, it was. CM Punk? Yeah, it, okay, it was. It was in 2012, yeah. Okay, Late 2011, okay. early 2012. Okay. okay. So, yeah, it was for the CM Punk feud, which a uh, bit of an underrated feud. They did the whole uh, your your dad's a drunk stuff, and that's why you don't drink or something like that. And then they were going to, like, pour alcohol down his mouth, and they didn't. I, they have, like, a whole chapter of it in mm-hmm. Jericho's, one of Jericho's books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really appreciate that. I was like, oh, man, that's messed up. Everybody really loves Jericho. They want to see him and they want to see because he was always such a wordsmith. He was a great promo guy. Yeah. He comes out and doesn't give anybody that. No. He trolls the crap out of him. Yeah. That's going to be my personal favorite return. What okay. about you? Yeah, Triple H is good. Uh, most recently when Tommaso Ciampa returned to NXT, that was huge because everybody was just waiting for him to return so Johnny Gargano could kick the heck out of him. It was very effective and he was yes. jacked. He was jacked. Vascularity. Yeah, off the charts. Yeah. One of my personal favorites has more to do with the the promo that was delivered upon his return. I'm talking about when Ric Flair returned to WCW in 1998. So here's the situation: Ric Flair, Ric Flair didn't go to uh, didn't, didn't uh, attend a, a taping of Thunder in April of 1998 because he wanted to watch his son wrestle. That's a I would say that's a good reason not to yeah. attend a taping of Thunder. Yeah, it's Thunder. It's Thunder. It's Thunder. Anyways, Eric Bischoff sued him because he no showed. So he was off TV for a while. Mm-hmm. And so we return. There is a ceremony with four horsemen where they came back together in September of 98 when you had Steve McMichael. But then you had Dean Malenko, yeah. Chris Benoit, and mm-hmm. Ric Flair and the horsemen. And it's one of the best promos you'll ever watch. Because yeah. that's this, this one where Flair says, Fire me, you can't fire me. Fire me, you can't fire me. You can't fire me. Fire me, fire me. You can't fire me. And like Ric Flair like continuously lives on the edge of tears, at least in his latter half <laughs> of his life. But this is like one of the most genuine promos you'll ever watch. Yeah. Because he was full he 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 was over Bischoff being a jerk to him. Yeah. It was great. Did he I forget what was the story behind the scenes in terms of that lawsuit? Did 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 it get dismissed? Did Flair win? Settled. Settled. In whose favor? That I don't know. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Wow. Anyways, that's yeah. so silly. I don't want to go to Thunder. I'm a legend. I think Bishop just didn't like Flair. Well, name wasn't wasn't Flair Hulk, that, uh, so, who, who wanted Flair to shave his head and change his name to Spartacus? Was that Jim Hurd? Or was that Watts? Or was that Bill Watts? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's Ric Flair, man. Wait, that wasn't when, no, that wasn't when he went to, no, yeah. I think, I think it was, uh, I think it was, or was it Crockett? No, no, no. Was no, Crockett no. a guy? <laughs> or is it just the name of a promotion? <laughs> uh, one second. Oh, it was Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd, there you he go. He wanted to reduce Flair's role in the promotion. He's a big Kirk Douglas fan, I guess. What are you going to do? I don't know. He's like, hey, you look you, you look exactly like Kirk Douglas. No, you don't. But Kirk Douglas had hair in Spartacus. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. That'd be weird if he shaved his head. I know. He look. He would just look like a messed up version of Ric Flair. I know. He's got a very distinctive face. I know. You. It's, it's not like you wouldn't know it was Ric Flair. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, man. That would be an unfortunate Spartacus. That's a terrible idea. What year terrible. was he supposed to do it? Like 93 or something? or something like that. <laughs> he already had the most illustrious NWA I career. I know, after having one of the best like 10-year r- runs in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> 
Shave your head. Call yourself Spartacus. Oh, yeah. we, want, we want you on TV less. Complete repackage. Anyways, next up, uh, I like this question. Right now, we've got uh, a feud that should result in a couple of really hot matches. Oh, yeah. Sasha, Banks, and Bailey. Of course, over there on Raw, they're going through counseling right now with Dr. Shelby. Let's see this question from Zach Stolpa. See what he has to say. What's good, Stephen Larson? Many friendos out there. It's your official friendoverse IWGP heavyweight champ Zach S. Come at you with another match that question. The question this week is who should come out on top in this Bailey Sasha feud? Steve, I want you to defend Sasha Banks, and Larson, I want you to defend Bailey. Thanks, boys. Look at Zach S. Uh, busting out the Bullet Club shirt. He's Bullet Club. Anyways, yeah. Oh, you go first. I go first. Bailey. He told me I had to do Bailey. So um, this is why Bailey should win. Mm. She didn't really won much of anything of late. No, not really. Um, go back as far as that uh, horrible feud she had with Alexa Bliss, where uh, uh, you know they they portrayed her as this kind of like childlike character, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it did her absolutely no favors. Yeah. She dropped the belt to Bliss in her hometown, San Jose, about a year plus ago. Um, I think she might have had one title match since. But otherwise, she's not gotten anywhere close to being in the title picture. Um, Sasha, heal her face, is going to be over regardless. Um, and whether she comes out on top of this feud, I don't think it's going to damage her credibility as an in-ring performer or her popularity with the fans. Whereas Bailey, it kind of feels like a make-or-break thing. Um, like, if she doesn't start making some advances in some capacity, um, whether it be in terms of her character uh, getting over with the fans or winning some matches and, and, and seeming like a, a more credible threat to the title, especially with Ronda Rousey there. Um, she's just going to be mired in the mid-card for a long time. Um, they've really bungled her booking so far. The fact that she finally uh, stood up t- to Sasha, not only that, took the fight to her a couple weeks back um, was a step in the right direction, as we saw with the crowd's reaction because that attack. They were cheering the heck out of Bailey. You know, especially considering what had happened just about a year ago where she couldn't bring herself to hit Alexa Bliss with a kendo stick to finally see her at this point where she's like, I've had enough. You're going to get these hands, Sasha. Okay, I'm going to take over from there. Why? Because I believe that in itself is kind of enough. I think that we've seen the crowd totally eat up Bailey's turn on Sasha turn. Just I like to think of it as some character development, some some course correction on Bailey when she completely destroyed Sasha Banks and looked over her and said, "You ain't shit." Yeah. Um, I kind of feel that a course correction in character is enough right now for Bailey to get her right back uh, back on the right path, whereas Sasha Banks doesn't necessarily need any character overhaul. She does need some wins. She needs some a quality coming out on top of a storyline with Bailey. I think she just needs to be booked properly and then worry about the title once she's booked in a couple of really strong feuds. She can come out on, uh, against Sasha with a really strong loss. Maybe they tr- maybe they do a best of three. And she comes out, you know, she, she only gets one of those wins out of the three. If she's booked right and Sasha ends up going out on top, I think that actually helps both of them. Because right now, Bailey is not booked right. I think Sasha's character is actually just what it is. And it's fine. And she's still super over. The win for Bailey would be a proper 
re-correction of her character. So All right. That's my take on that. Very well. Uh, next up, we've got Joshua Martinez. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, friendos. Joshua Martinez here. Just getting home from the gym, but I had to do this before I forget my question to you guys. So we all know about AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. They're making their names in the WWE right now. But who from that era of TNA slash Ring of Honor that never got their moment to shine in WWE, would you have them have their moment this year, next year? I'm talking about Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, uh, Jay Lethal. I know Loki had his chance, and I mean, I heard he's kind of a dick, so I don't know about him. Um, but yeah, like that class of people, and any other names you can think about, who would you have finally have their moment to shine in WWE? Thanks, Rendos. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Ooh, man, there's so many to choose from. Back in 1999, probably. That whole uh, Vince McMahon meme about the, it was me, Austin. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be Christopher Daniels. That was supposed to be Christopher it's Daniels. The fallen Angel. Yeah, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. He was hot. He was hot stuff back then, a hot free agent. Granted, he's had an illustrious career. Maybe, what? Didn't they not go with him because he was too short? Yes. I know. I, my eyes cannot roll further back than Pop. Yeah, it. I would love to see Christopher Daniels. Look, man, he's still killing it right now. He's part of SoCal Uncensored with Kazarian and uh, Scorpio Sky. Um, they're doing great work. They were just announced this past week for All In to be there. Um, so that's fantastic. He got his first Ring of Honor World Championship uh, this past year. Was it last year or, this, or in 2018? In the 2017. 2017? Boy, time flies. Um, I do think that Christopher Daniels, look, it, if when he calls it a day, and who knows when that's going to be, uh, if the WWE doesn't at least hire him for a performance center job, a really high profile one, then they're fools. Mm -hmm. They've been fools not to have run with him uh, in that role 20 years ago. Um, but, you know, the dude has had, I doubt he has any regrets about his career. Oh, yeah. He shouldn't because it's been, you know, outstanding. It's been, you know, he was absolutely sort of the, uh, the forerunner, if you will, for guys like Cody, for guys like the Young Bucks, how to do it. I mean, Cody obviously was in WWE but how to kill it on the independent scene. He was there. He's been there all along. So I would say Christopher Daniels. All right. James Storm. Um, he had a brief cup of coffee in NXT when he was a free agent. Mm -hmm. Show up for one match. I think he's had that one match. I think so, yeah. One set of tapings. And then uh, he got offered a fat deal from Impact. He resigned. Now he is a free agent. Yeah. Um, he's doing work on the indies. Um, just wrestled out of mayhem over the summer, over the spring. Yeah. Who um, won that match? Out of mayhem. Um, I think. Um, anyways, he, he, to this day, even though I can't remember the last time they had a match together, people still want to see beer money. Yeah, They want to see beer money back together. I want to see that. I mean, James Storm, he won uh, the, the, the uh, TNA tag team titles with Bob Roode as beer money Six five times. Five times. Five times. He's a former King of the Mountain champion, former World Heavyweight champion, and apparently TNA has something called the World Beer Drinking Championship. He won that twice. That makes sense. So, decorated career TNA. Yeah. Um, did you know that AJ Styles' theme song was originally written for James Storm? Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I read that a couple Ooh, weeks back. Wow. So, they were planning on, on bringing him in. He got that huge deal. Um, lately, now that he is a free agent, he has talked about wanting to go to WWE. Yeah. So, hopefully, we get to see that happen. Man, I'm telling you. He's like the one, the, the, the last TNA mainstay yeah. that has yet to come to WWE, I feel like. The glorious Bob Roode has fallen on 
hard, well, not say hard times, but he, I mean, dude, he was, he made his main event debut and not in the main event on the show main event, which and not, is not the in, antithesis of the phrase. And not, and not in one of the matches they show from Raw or SmackDown. Like he had a match taped <laughs> specifically for main event. Right. Exactly. Um, so, and it was a tag match. Uh, I, so, I mean, look, man, it was obvious Vince McMahon probably just, oh, I love this so glorious. And he's got a robe and everything, you know, Bob Roode is capable of so much. Oh, so much more. As we'll find out more in this next question here. But uh, they could be the modern-day APA. Yeah. They really can, and I yeah. say that in a good way. Yeah. Um, so bring back beer money. Just have them do that. I think that would be great. It'll, it'll let the global wrestling network push their library of content with beer money. What do you what do you? So I'm on James Storm's bio here in Wikipedia, and he has his accolades from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. One of them is worst worked match of the year from 2006. It's the TNA Reverse Battle Royal. How does that work? One guy enters, 30 people win. <laughs> right? Hold on. okay. No, thir- yeah, no, a battle royal. Wait. So a lot of people start out, and one person ends in a battle royal, right? So one person has to. In a rumble, more people come in. In a battle royal, everybody's already there. Isn't that how it works? I don't know. It's not explained here. <laughs> What's a reverse battle royal? I'm so confused. Uh, I don't know. I'm well, th- this it. is in blue. Yeah, I know. Just oh, there we go. Generally used in total nonstop action wrestling, a reverse battle royal begins with wrestlers surrounding the ring instead of inside it. At the start of the match, they battle for they battle for half of them to go into the ring. At which point, a standard last person. It's not really reverse battle no, royal. No, that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, well, it's TNA. Uh, in any event, uh, yeah, James Storm would be a good answer. I think Chris Daniels is a good answer too. Next, oh man. My favorite name, TNA for life. How do you not like this guy? It's a great name. He's fantastic. He is. He's got a question. Let's see what he has to say. What is up, friendos? It is TNA for life here for another Matt Chat question. Steven Larson, I want to know, using your guys' criteria of being the best wrestler, which is, of course, being good, legacy, and kayfabe, who is the greatest TNA superstar of all time? Thank you very much. Too sweet. Party handshake. Peace out. Thank you, TNA for life. Thank Rocking you, TNA the sublime shirt, Larson. There, you like that sublime? <laughs> oh man, great question though. Yeah, great question. You go first. All right. Oh wait, no, I go first. Yes, AJ Styles. He's Mr. TNA, man. Okay, that's I, what they called him, I think. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, how is he not the greatest ever if he's like his name is Mr. TNA? Yeah, he was like the first to win like everything there. Well, Moose calls himself Mr. Impact now. I don't think he's ever won the World well, Championship. Impact, yeah, Impact hasn't been around as long as TNA Impact has. Who is Mr. Ring of Honor? Roger Strong. Strong. You think he's like the best Ring of Honor guy ever? No. So I'm not really sure how much Mr. But look, look at his accolades. Yeah, look at his accolades. He's like the first Grand Slam champion, the first Triple Crown champion. He's the first X Division champion. He won everything. Yeah, man. Um, you know, he was in the company for a better part of 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard not to say it's not Alan Jones. All right. Well, that's all well When and you good. think TNA, especially during, the, I guess, their peak, you think of the awesome, specifically, you, you think Unbreakable 2005. 
Yeah. You mentioned Christopher Daniels, so you also you got to think AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Those guys were the foundation of TNA during that stretch of time, oh, yeah. and, uh, and and that's you know and then you add all the accolades he managed to achieve while in TNA, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> managing to overcome a lot of really bad creative. Oh yeah, to stand out because he's so great. Yeah, um, of course it's AJ Styles. Yeah. Well, how about this, Bobby Roode? We just talked about him. Listen to these accolades in TNA. Two-time NWA World Tag Team Champion. TNA King of the Mountain Championship, one time. TNA World Heavyweight Championship, two times. TNA World Tag Team Championship, six times with James Storm and once with Austin Aries. He won the Bound for Glory Series in 2011. Team 3D Invitational Tag Team Tournament, he won with James Storm. TNA Tag Team Championship Series, 2010 with James Storm. And he won the TNA Tournament of Champions. I mean, give me a break, Okay, man. well, hold on. AJ was the NWA World Champ three times. He, he was, was the first X, uh, X Division Champion. Yeah, I was getting that to that. He was the TNA World Champ twice, and he was the TNA Legend slash Global slash Television Champ twice. He's tagged uh, NWA Tag Champs four times, um, TNA Tag Champs twice, very first X Division Hold champ. on, wait, okay, wait, okay. So there's a lot going on here, and that's all great. What it says here, Mr. TNA from 2003 to 2005, that was actually a title they dubbed people. I guess so. Like, you, did you have to fight for it? Maybe he won it. Why um, wasn't Bobby Roode ever Mr. TNA? I don't know. I'll tell you, man. He was the first TNA Triple Crown champ, the first TNA Grand Slam champ. He won Bound for Glory in 2013. He won Gauntlet for the Gold in 2007. All right, all right. All right. He, uh, uh, there's something else here that was cool. Um, he had a match of the year in 2009 against Sting. He had a match of a year against Sting in 2009, who at that point was at least in his late 40s. All right. An impressive feat. AJ Styles, Mr. TNA. Now he's Mr. SmackDown. I concede my point. There you go. You won debate. AJ Styles. All right. Uh, next question. We've got another one. Oh, are you kidding me? Matt Chat, Hall, Hall of Famer, AO Worm. Let's, let's bring him up on the screen here. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, A.O. Worm, here another match chat debate. So, Steve Larson, if you guys had your own wrestler promotion that had celebrities instead of actual wrestlers, what four celebrities would you guys have in the main event spot, the four in your mid, in the mid title scene, your three tag teams, and three women that you have to bolster your roster? Let me know what you guys think. To Sweet Hearty Handshake, I'm out. Thank you, A.O. Worm. Thank you, A.O. Worm. Okay, this is going to uh, take some time, so we're going to do a draft. All right, first of all, what's our definition of celebrity? Can it include sports figures? Yes, 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 okay. absolutely, absolutely. All right. all right. Are you ready? Yeah. Heads. Tails, I get first pick. That didn't even spin. It just floated. There you go. That didn't even spin. Give it here. You don't know how to flip a coin, really? You're, you're that one's spinning it. You're not. It's, it's spinning like a plate. It's not spinning. There you go. That's a spin. Tails again. I get first pick. LeBron James. Uh, okay. Uh, second pick. Uh, D'Angelo Williams. Oh, that's a good pick. Actually, a good wrestler. Yeah, he's come back for a anniversary, right? You got to deal with Le all the LeBron's BS. That well, comes don't worry. Back. You'll have him on your roster in about four years. <laughs> um, good point. That's a good one. Um, oh, Stephen Amell. Oh, man, that was a good one. Uh, oh, pff, I know who I've got. He's legit. Former WCW you really champion. David Arquette? David Arquette. He's back in the game right he now, is. Larson. That's true. That's He's hot true. stuff, David Arquette. Um, I know what my third pick's going to be. 
Are former wrestlers who don't wrestle anymore considered celebrities? No. No, of course not. I didn't come to this prepared. I didn't have my, 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 draft, my draft board done. I guess not. Is Dave Meltzer a celebrity? Can you choose him? I suppose. If you want to. <laughs> if you want to. I'm trying to think of athletes who showed up ringside at WWE shows. Uh, you can go with... Well, I'm sorry. You're not going to go with LT? He was actually decent. Yeah. I but he's old at, now. Well, yeah. But I feel oh. like... Oh! What? Shaq! Shaqton. He could still go. He could still go. Yeah. All right. Bolstering my cruiserweight division. All right. McCully Culkin. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call him Big Mac. All right. Or Little Mac. I don't know which one. So we have three. This is for just for our main event. So we need four more guys for the mid card. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like let's just move on. Let's from get here. one more. Let's get one more uh, for the men's division. Okay, uh, Burt Reynolds. He's like 90 years old. He looks terrible. Um, he does. No, I feel like, but this is in the nexus of time and space. So everybody's at their prime. All right. Macaulay Culkin's in his prime right now, by the way. All right. You really want Burt Reynolds? Oh, no, no. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Nexus of time and space. You can get anybody you want. I'm going to go with Mickey Rourke. He was in the movie The Wrestler. Oh, man. That's a steal. Well, he was in, he was in WrestleMania. Yeah, I know. He yeah. used to be an amateur boxer, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Steal of the draft, McGork. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh. We need three tag teams. Okay. Oh, Let's try to do two. Um, uh, uh, okay. How about this? I chose Andy Kaufman. Yeah. I'll go with Jim Carrey and Jerry Law. Well, Jerry, oh, Jerry, Jerry Law. Law. Yeah, that works. He's a real wrestler. Well, come on, man. I don't know who else. Who's I'm gonna going go with I'm gonna one. go with Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> All right, let's, what's next? They're a tandem. What what's about three next? women? That's you fine. Try, you yeah. want to try three? Let's, let's draft three women. Is Ronda Rousey still just a celebrity? No, she's a wrestler now. Jessamyn Duke. She's a wrestler too. She signed. Huh? Yeah. Damn it. Cyborg. Okay, Cyborg. That's really good. Um, uh, uh, Pam Anderson. She was a valet <laughs> once. And she was, uh, what's the name of that character? Barbed Wire? Yeah. Yeah. Pammy yeah. Anderson. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, Gina Carano. Oh, damn it. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. You I won this draft. Yeah, you won that draft. I won that draft. You won it with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Actually, you won, it with, you won it with Shaq. Oh, my goodness. This next guy scares the crap out of me, Larson. He's my own personal serial killer. Seems like it. The Zodiac. And his name is Adam Nuttall. Let's see what he has to say. Well, Stephen Larson, here's another matchup question for you. Now, as you know, New Japan was in the UK uh, last weekend, and um, I finally got to meet a lot of Japanese wrestlers who have been waiting for ages to see. Um, so I just want to know who is the wrestler or celebrity you most look forward to seeing. Um, thank you, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, Adam Nuttall. Thank you, Adam Nuttall. What celebrity or wrestler were you lo most looking forward to seeing? So we've been lucky enough to interview uh, our fair share of wrestlers. Yeah. Um, I would probably say AJ Styles mm -hmm. just because, you know, we did a little bit of research before we met. We him. had a, we had a heads up about who mm -hmm. we were, like when we did the SummerSlam stuff a couple years ago, we didn't know who we were going to talk to until we got there. Yeah. And so we had no prep time. Yeah. Whereas with AJ and Sasha, the second time we had preparation and time so, to prepare. Sorry. 
we knew that like he was at least tangentially involved in the TNA video game mm-hmm. development. Him and we Samoa knew he Joe. liked video games, yeah. and he's like our age, mm-hmm. and so and like we're all family guys. Mm-hmm. So we figured that he would know, and he was like he's known to be a big fan of the N sixty four series, mm-hmm. like the virtual pro wrestling stuff too. Um, and so I would say that it was probably AJ I was most looking forward to. Yeah. I always get butterflies in my stomach. I always get nervous. Mm-hmm. I honestly hate doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy when I'm done with I'm. I hate doing it. I'm always over the moon when we're done with it and I've done a good job. Yeah. If we've done something it's, good. It's a sense of relief. It's a, it's a massive sense of, and it's a sense of accomplishment, but I hate going into it. I don't like interviewing people. I never yeah. have. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never forget Freaking, we had to interview uh, like a video game development duo um, ages ago for Machinima. And like everybody that we ever talked to were super nice. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. always really nice, right? But it's just not my thing. And uh, Kovic uh, screen- <laughs> took a screenshot of me and one of the video game development dudes we were interviewing. And I just have this look on my face. Like I remember that, yeah. Like I wanted to die. Yeah. Because and it's funny because I never remember thinking, God, I hate it. I just didn't like doing it. I didn't know my face betrayed it, but apparently it did. So I think we had to do that like first thing in the morning. We went to E3 that day. Yeah. It was very early in the day. And I don't know, like, dude, we were really good during those days at sort of faking it. Like we had a good time. Oh yeah. We had a good time like playing the video games when we had to and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But by no means were we like, you know, had an encyclopedic knowledge of video games. You know, we had to do our fair share of research mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like the natural questions that would pop up for like certain type games, like we wouldn't really know what they yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world to do. And it kind of still isn't. But uh, anyways. Yeah, I'd say AJ Styles. Yeah, that's a good answer. Probably a good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, next next up. we got from Kenny B, our first Matt Chat submission via mail. I actually, I like this one. It's very, it's it's very involved. Yeah, and there's, actually, there's like, actually stakes in the line, not for us, but for uh, Kenny B and uh, his friend. So I'll read this letter. Um, he says, uh, Dear Stephen Larson, greetings, friendos. Hope all is well with both. I've been with you both since the tail end of your machinima days. You are both excellent and intelligent human beings. Thank you, Kenny. Nice. Um, I would like to submit my first ever Matt Chat debate. Okay. A friend of mine and myself have taken uh, the WWE 2K18 roster and did draft four belts and 25 superstars each to make our own WrestleMania cards. Hold on a second. Oh, wow. WWE Shop has freaking tank tops for Aleister Black and the Undisputed Era. All right, maybe I'll start era. wearing tank tops then. Um, this is a three or four part situation here. Please hear me out. We would like you to debate who has the better belts, roster, and WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. One point is assigned to each category, and the winner will receive a whopping $300. That's a lot of money. High stakes. That's a lot of money. Stakes are high over here. Do not worry. There's a tiebreaker already in place in case you uh, both like one team more than the other. Then please decide the winners of all the matches. We are very interested in your thoughts. So... You have one team. Okay, you have so team we suck randomly it. selected. This is Team Suck It. I have Team Bring It. And he has so team I don't know if who's, which one of these is Kenny's and which one is his friend. We don't know. So basically, yeah. Kenny and his friend did their own draft, and yeah. now we're going to decide yes. who's got... All right, let's review the roster. I, uh, I, I had the first pick, or this team had the first pick. The first pick overall was AJ Styles. 
That's that's the perfect pick. That's that's who you want. The second overall pick, first pick for team suck it. Yeah. Is Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um I'll just review the 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 roster in full and you can do the same. So I have AJ, Demon Balor, Nakamura, New Day, uh, Kevin Owens, Oscar, John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, Charlotte, the club, Sasha Page, uh Edge and Christian. Again, this Ooh. is all based on the video game 2K roster. 18, yeah. Uh Eddie Guerrero, R V D, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, Hardys, Chris Jericho, Chad Gable. Dune, Drew McIntyre, Alistair Black, and my cruiserweights are Cedric Alexander, Leo Rush, Neville, TJP, Mustafa Ali, and Kalisto. Okay. I can say unequivocally right now, this roster is better. Okay, read yours, please. I have Braun, which is good. That's great. But then I have Brock. He's only around like five days a year. Yeah. Then I have Seth and Miz. Good. Good. Uh, the Usos. Good. good. Smojo. Good. Great. 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 Roman. Yeah. Alexa. Yeah, she's good. Naomi. Good. The Bar. Yeah, good. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Bailey. Yeah. Do you have Charlotte? Yeah. So you have Charlotte, Sasha. Oscar. Who's got Becky? You must. Nobody chose Becky? That's weird. You guys both lose. Ruby Riot, Elias, which is good. Bray Wyatt. Sami Zayn. Dolph. Rusev. Baron. Natalia. Ember Moon. Cien Almas. And then, look, like, like, listen to your, your cruisers. You have Leo Rush. You have Neville. Yeah. You have Mustafa Ali. Yeah. And you have Cedric Alexander. Yeah. So you have Grand Metalik. I've got Drew Gulak. Drew, Hideo Itami, Noam Dar, oh. Akira Tozawa, and Brian Kendrick. Yeah. So no. I won the cruiserweight battle. You, you won, I won the I won the roster. You won the roster. All right. So the belts. Um, I have the World Heavyweight Championship. So wait, team that one, team bring it. Yeah, I'm team bring it. Bring it has won so far. Team okay. bring it has won the have one point. Yeah, I have the world heavyweight championship. I have the United Kingdom championship. I have the raw tag titles from 2002 to 2010, and I have the women's title from 98 to 2010. Okay, I'm going to say this. My belts are better. They are. I'll agree with that. I've got the WWE title, which at worst is comparable to the big gold belt, but yeah. I actually think it's better because it's got Bruno. I've got the Intercontinental Championship, which I think all time might be the best looking belt. Yeah, it's really good. Um, also, again, lineage. UK title looks great, but again, only like two people have held it. So. Yeah. The current SmackDown Live tag team blue belts, which are... I mean, I like them, but they're kind of better than those tag team titles. Those oh, I don't kind know. Of generic. They're generic, but they're they're good. They're classic. Yeah, they're, they're fine. classic. And then I've got the SmackDown uh, Live Women's Blue Belt, which is a good looking belt. Which is a really good looking belt, especially I've never liked that yeah, old school it's women's not that, championship. It's not that great. So Team Suckett wins in belts. Yeah. Now let's review these WrestleMania cards. I'll 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 uh, I'll go first. So kicking things off, we have a cruiserweight title ladder match, something I've been advocating for for years. Yeah. You got the champion, Neville, yeah. taking on Cedric Alexander, Leo Rush, TJP, Mustafa Ali, and Kalisto. That would be a six-star match at the minimum. On, this, on the flip side, I've got a cruiserweight title cage match, which isn't really the, – the cruiserweights need to fly. They need to fly. They need openness. They need freedom. And it's Grand Metalik, uh, Drew Gulak, Adeo Atami, Noam Dar, Akira Tozawa, Brian Kendrick. You win that. I win that one. For sure. All right, next on the card. Let's go match by match. It doesn't yeah. have to be comparable necessarily, although I guess it should. Um, actually, you go You go next. Okay, next I've got a women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Alexa Bliss, Naomi Ruby Riot, Natalia Ember. 
okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you got? I have a women's fatal four-way title match. We have the champion, Asuka, taking on Charlotte, Sasha, and Paige. That's, that wins. Total. That's domination right there. Uh, next, a match for the title of best in the world, Daniel Bryan versus Chris Jericho. Okay, to, to, to counter that, Team Suckett has booked an ambulance match, Bray Wyatt versus Elias. Hmm, that's not, no. What's I wouldn't even want to see that on Raw, man. Next, next up, we have a Hell in a Cell tag team title match. The Usos come in as champions versus The Bar, The Bludgeon Brothers, and Brizango. I have a TLC tag team title match between New Day, Club, Hardys, Edge, and Christian. Oh, my God, that sounds great. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, I'm next. <clears throat> next, a submission match between Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. I mean, that, that could be the main you event. Have a, you have a first blood match there. First blood match, Cien Almas versus Rusev. I mean, neither of those guys are known for being like, you know, first blood guys. Next up, I have an I quit women's title match, Bailey versus Nia Jax. I too have an I quit match, however, is between Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, I'd rather watch that. That sounds fantastic. Uh, extreme rules match between Aleister Black and RVD. Well, okay, I'd much rather see that than Okay, maybe this is the one instance this is the one instance where this wins. Top dog two out of three falls match at Seth versus Roman. Yeah. I'm sure they can put on a blockbuster yeah, match. Yeah, I'll give that one to you. Here I'm gonna need this back though. Um uh, United Kingdom triple threat match, Chad Gable versus Pete Dunn versus champion Drew McIntyre. Okay, I love that. I like that. I just don't like Chad Gable. However, I Drew McIntyre and who? Peter Dune? Yeah. If you're a one-on-one match between Peter Dune and Drew McIntyre, I know, checkmark. that would definitely Read off your mark. Intercontinental title match. Uh, it's a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. The Miz, Samoa Joe as champion. Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, okay. Give that to you. Yeah. Um, put Chad Gable in that match. Yeah. Uh, main events. I have a last stand, last man standing world title match between AJ Styles and Demon Balor. You get it. Because I've got Extreme Rules WWE title match, Braun versus Braun. So you have, you have two. I've got two. Here, let's do quick winners of each of these matches because he asked us to do that. Um, uh, cruiserweight title ladder match. Uh, I'm going to give it to Mustafa Ali. He should have won it this year's Mania. Okay. Uh, best in the world match. I'm going to give it to Daniel Bryan. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the women's fatal four-way title match. Oscar retains. Yes. Submission match. Kurt Angle probably. He was a more, more noted submission artist. Yeah. Uh, United Kingdom triple threat match. It just seems right to have for Pete Dunne to have that belt. Pete Dunne oh, wins wow. it. Okay. Um, Extreme Rules match. Alistair Black. Yeah. Um, the TLC match. Ooh. It's either going to be New Day or Edge or Christian. Really. New oh, Day is goes over. Torch passing. Yeah. Thing? New Day okay. goes over. Oh, I didn't mention the end of an era Hell in the Cell match between Cena, Orton, and Batista. I don't even have another match to comp to 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 counter that. Uh, Batista goes over. All right. In his final match. Uh, I quit. Nakamura wins that. Last man standing, Demon Balor. All right. So the bottom line is Team Bring It really brung it. Team Bring It wins. Whoever this is won 300 bucks. Congratulations. We just, dude, we just decided somebody went in 300 bucks. I hope this doesn't result in some violence. I hope not. Man. I mean, I appreciate the enthusiasm. It was, it was a fun exercise. I enjoyed was, that. Yeah, no, that was It was cool. a lot of fun. All right. Moving on. Stevie Bradley has. Yeah, we got some text questions here. Oh, okay. First from Stevie Bradley. You can read it if you want. From The Enforcer. The Enforcer says, which wrestlers would you not want to light fireworks off with because of the complete pain in the ass they would be during the festivities? John Cena would be citing off fire regulations. Yeah, man. 
You're getting too close to the building, to the house. You should be further away, at least by 50 feet. We need, John, a, there's we need no a bucket more. filled with water. We need, we need to soak the uh, expended fireworks for at least two days, wrapped in plastic, oh. so they remain, remain moist, so they oh, not reignite. Man. Pain in the butt, dude. No don't way. want to deal with that. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to say Constable Corbin. Mm. Either because he's he probably just goes too far and then like will chastise you. If you're like, dude, come on, you're setting my lawn on fire. Hey, don't your Twitter opinions aren't worth anything. <laughs> And there's like a raging fire behind him. And he just beats away in his Ferrari. Yeah, it's like, this is my house, dude. So, yeah. You're, you're seeing people are like complaining. or like, on Twitter, Baron Corbin uh, ran down Finn Balor. They're in a Twitter beef. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they, they have a match coming and up. And he's like, I'm going to send you to pack in a 205 Live. You're better suited for them. People are like, you know, you shouldn't use 205 Live as a, as a, you know, neg- as a negative thing. And I'm like, well, he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Heels are supposed to do that. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Uh, next up, Thomas Fox has a question. Do you want to read this question? Oh, I can, yeah. Uh, what would be a bigger shock to the wrestling world? Shock the system. Uh, WWE invading Ring of Honor and New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom or Ring of Honor and New Japan invading WWE at WrestleMania? Uh, it would be uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan invading WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the biggest stage of them all they are right now in everybody's mind the big corporate machine so it makes sense for the underdogs ring of honor who right now just got froze out of madison square garden because of wwe new japan trying already their expansion invasion of the u.s to to invade wwe uh in wrestlemania all eyes are on wrestlemania it's the biggest wrestling event of the year to have them invade would be massive, massive shock. It would. It would system. be massive. However, I think the inverse, WWE invading Ring of Honor, New Japan, and Wrestle Kingdom would be more massive. Because if, if there was going to be some sort of uh, partnership between all parties, you'd expect it to happen at WrestleMania. Um, you'd expect it to happen on WWE's home turf because they would dictate the terms. Yeah. And so they would get all the, uh, the publicity because of it. However, if it happened at Wrestle Kingdom, completely unexpected, unannounced, it would be shocking. Like, why WWE is sending Seth Rollins and AJ Styles over to Wrestle Kingdom to mess with Omega and, 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 and Okada in the main event? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. That's out of nowhere. I yeah. never would have thought that would have happened because I would expect it if in some you know alternate universe where it could happen, it would be, as you said, at Mania, where WWE would gain all the benefits from, from it. To go to Japan and do it would be absolutely shocking. Because it would be New Japan and Ring of Honor reaping most of the benefits because of it. Yeah. Because it would be Wrestle Kingdom getting the publicity. It would be New Japan True. getting the True. publicity as opposed to strictly WWE. Yeah. Um, also, there is this point. Metaphorically, it's completely it's fit, it's, it's fitting, yeah. It's fitting because WWE is sort of known, you know, these days. Now the rumor is, you know, they're looking to offer contracts. Like huge contracts. Huge the Young contracts. Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody. And Cody, apparently. <laughs> Um, so, and you know, and Deanna Parazzo has been pulled from all in mm-hmm. cause she's probably signed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it would, the, the metaphor would be apt. And I, I like your scenario. It would be weird and shocking at wrestle kingdom. And the funny thing is it'd be kind of like when, you know, like when Jericho showed up and everything he did instantly was just cooler. Mm-hmm. Like his matches were a bit edgier and yeah, 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 yeah. his video promos were just cooler. We'd get to see those guys like Seth and whoever, in like a cooler looking light. I know, I know. You know, that'd I know. be neat. That'd yeah. be really cool. 
Uh, next up, we have maybe the most bizarre. Yeah, this is a weird question. Video I'm not sure question. I completely understand it. I don't get it, but it's from Therathabata, the Ponzi scheme artist. Yeah. Let's see what he has to say. So we all know your stances on pre-cum, but what about post-cum? Post-cum, yay or nay? I don't think I even understand the premise of this question. I don't know what post-cum I don't know is. either. I mean, you know, he mentions pre-cum. There, as I said several times, it's a biological necessity. It needs to happen for what follows Which to happen. Which means yay. Which means yeah, well, yay. I mean, at first, it's, out of, it's, out of, it's not a choice. Yeah. It's so you're yay. Happens. So you mean yay. Yeah. Yay. Yes. If, if you want things Just to function, if you want things yay. to function how they're supposed to, then yay, it needs yeah. to happen. But he's talking about something that he refers to as post-cum. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Like, there could be any number of things. Like, does he mean just the residue that's left? But that's not as unique In the thing. urethra? It's not as unique thing. And then when you pee-pee afterwards, it like shoots it out. Shoot now, yeah. Or sometimes it stays and your pee stream goes. Yeah, two different ways. Two yes. different ways. But see, that's not a unique thing. No, it's just leftover yes, jisms. Yes. Yeah. So but is he talking about like the emotional after effects of, of coitus? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't want to know either. Yeah, I really so don't. So Thera Thabata, drop this. Don't ever bring it up again. <laughs> My answer firmly is nay. Yeah, I'm, 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 in, I'm in nay camp too. Pretty strongly, in fact. <laughs> That's a hard nay from Larson. <laughs> We've got one more uh, little little story yeah, here. Yeah, less, less a question, more, more just a little note uh, from James Ellsworth Chin. Um, he says, I've never submitted a question before, and this isn't a question either, but I want to take the chance to be an inside source. Ooh. Seeing as I know Dr. Shelby in real life, mutual friends, I've met him a couple times. In addition to being an actor, he's actually a school teacher. Okay. He's a nice guy. He said he isn't a wrestling fan, but that Kane and Daniel Bryan were wonderful human beings, and he loved working with them. Thanks, friendos. I would think that, because, you know, Daniel Bryan obviously comes off as a wonderful human being. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glenn Jacobs, we've always heard great things about Kane in the locker room and whatnot. Obviously, he's running for office right now. Um, but I always look at the chemistry between Daniel Bryan and Kane. I don't think that chemistry would exist if Kane wasn't a really solid, decent mm -hmm, human being. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's really cool. That's good to know. I like having our going in raw insiders. Yeah, it's good having some sources. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, that's it for show. That is. Thank you very much. Thanks to all the patrons. Without you guys, going in raw would not be a possibility. If you want your question here on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Congratulations, team. Bring it. They really brought it today, and he's whoever that is gets three hundred dollars richer. Now. Not ours. It's just a bet between the two of them. Yeah, man, we we, we were just the arbitrators. In Sorry, this. man. But, you know, whoever's out three hundred bucks, eesh, go work some overtime. Yeah, there's some high stakes, man. No kidding. Next time, till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.